Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, everybody, to the Boiler Alert Podcast. With you, as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. I'm Ryan Bonaparte. And we are coming to you tonight, Sunday, June 18th. It is Father's Day. Ryan, if you were on Maury, Maury would tell you, you are not the father. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, he would. Not a father. Not a father. Uh, so the, today is not about you, Ryan. Today is all about me. Uh, I am a father oh. to one son. Uh, he is three years old. And we had an exciting day. We went to the aquarium. Uh, we saw pufferfish. We saw nice. um, we saw stingrays. Those were his two favorite. Uh, the third, his third favorite was um, the puffins. They had puffins at the aquarium, three different kinds. So those were cool. A uh, lot of fun there. So that was the the big part of the dad day for me. So it was a lot of fun. And to all our our dads listening. Uh, we, we wish you a happy Father's Day, and, and thanks for everything you do for us. Um, you know, we recorded on Mother's Day, uh, so I wanted to make sure to point out that today is Father's Day. Um, and I have one question for you, and then I, we're going to go into a little bit of Purdue Fathers. Uh, the second half, we're going to focus on Miles um, Colvin and the under-19 USA team. Um, he did make the squad, but we're going to push that to the second half. So, uh, Ryan, I've got a question for you, completely unrelated uh, to anything we just talked about. Are you ready? Okay. Um, it is not really... I don't. Is it officially summer, or is that in, like, a week? I don't know. The seasons are nebulous. Who knows? Um, but, you know, a lot of good movies coming into theaters right now. Have you seen any good movies lately? Doesn't have to necessarily be in the theater. Um, could be on Netflix, could be on Hulu, whatever. Um, HBO. Seen any new good movies lately that you want to share with us? Ooh, okay. Um, I think the last two I saw in theaters, I saw on the same day, actually. I wow, saw, two and what? Did you sneak into the second one? Or are you breaking the law I, here, Ryan? I did not. I bought both tickets legally. Good for you. Good for you. You're yep. a true American hero. Yep, and they were back-to-back. Like, I could have movie-hopped, but I did not. Um, They were the Michael Jordan movie, The Air. Oh, Air? Is that any good? Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That's movie. on. That's available on Amazon Prime. I just saw that. I added it to my queue, but haven't been able to watch it yet. It looks really good. Yeah, it, they they do a really good job, and it's strange because you never see, like, they never actually show you Michael Jordan's face throughout the entire movie, just because you don't want to deal with that likeness yeah, issue. Yeah, right, right. I, so, I think you mean um, Player Twenty Three. Like they used to, he yeah. used to be in all those old video games. Exactly, or forty-five, depending on yes. which uh, day. Yeah, depending you're on. on what year it was. Um. So yeah, that was a really good one. And then the other movie I saw that same day was the Super Mario Bros. movie. I have seen that actually. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was within the first two weeks of coming out, 
And you have to, as a 25-year-old going into the theater, I I knew what I should have expected. A lot of kids. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, you got to take that with the grain of salt, that you're not going to fully... Um, you're not. It's not like you're in a bubble. So right, you're gonna yeah. have all the kids' reactions there too. Which you know what, say la vie. It's a good, fun experience. So I watched it there, and then there was another point I was able to rewatch it and kind of on my own. Okay. So, so definitely a different experience each time. But I did like the movie overall. I enjoyed Air more. But that's, I mean, I'm from Chicago area. Right, yeah, so that, that, like that, that movie, movie seems like just tailor-made to you. You know, mm, a, a kid sure. kid from Chicago, I'm sure loves Michael Jordan, um, you know, and, you know, you, you write about sports, so the whole process of going after Jordan to get his contract for Nike, um, a pretty cool little story for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I think those are the two most recent I've seen, um... The other show I've started watching was The Bear. Okay, that's the that's also a Chicago show, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, the guy who runs like a restaurant or a food. Is it a restaurant or a food truck? It's a restaurant. Okay. So it's a small restaurant in Chicago. It's like Italian beef, was, right? Hmm. Is it Italian beef? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Italian beef. Okay. So he was like a five-star chef running the greatest restaurant in the world. Then he came back home and was running his brother's restaurant. Right. So right. yeah, I've heard I've heard really good things about that um, mm-hmm. show. So it's it's on my list. Um, is I, since you're talking shows, I'll give you one um, that I Jess and I just finished uh, Primo okay. on Amazon, and you don't even have to have Amazon Prime. It's on their free tier. It's called Freebie, so you don't even have to have Amazon Prime. Um, it's only eight episodes. Um, it's it's written by uh, Shea Serrano. Um, if you know him from Twitter or for any of his books, he's written. Uh, used to write for The Ringer and everybody else. Um, you know, he's been all over the place. Uh, Jason Concepcion is also another one of the writers. Um, he does a. He also wrote for The Ringer, and he has a, a pop culture podcast. Um, X-Ray Vision on Crooked Media, um, two of my favorite podcast guys. So uh, when I saw they were writing a, a TV show, I knew I had to watch it, and it is very good. Um, it's only eight episodes. They're only about half an hour long, and if you're wondering if you want to watch it, I would say go watch the fourth episode um, of the show. <laughs> There's no, like, spoilers in the show. You know, it's just like a, a fun show of a, of a kid in high school and his five uncles and his mom. So uh, it's a really cool show, a lot of fun. But yeah, episode four was the one that really locked my wife into the show. Um, the first three are good. I liked every episode, but for her, episode four was the best. And did you ever watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I have seen bits and pieces. Okay, uh, the woman who plays um, Santiago, um, she okay. actually directed um, at least one episode of the show, uh, Melissa Fumero. So... Um, if you're into that sort of thing, she is involved as well. So it's pretty cool. Um, would definitely recommend it. And the, the most recent movie, um, that I saw in theaters that I thought was really, really good, um, actually starred, uh, Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny. And, uh, Mm. it's just called Blackberry. And it is about the creation of Blackberry. Um, the, you know, the now deceased Mm. mobile phone company. Um, and, and the rise of that. And Glenn Howerton, I think, was just fantastic in it. Uh, not something you expect from the guy from It's Always Sunny, but turns out he's a really good actor. So 
Um, it was a lot of fun, and I'm really, I'm really, really, really trying to find a time to go see Across the Spider-Verse. Um, because I loved, loved the first one. I think it was the best representation of Spider-Man I've ever seen on film. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to seeing the sequel. Absolutely. Um, my mom had a Blackberry. I love that thing. I've never used one. Um, never. I had a, um, fr- a friend in college had one of the, whatever the touchscreen one was called, like when it came out, okay. like to try to battle mm-hmm. the iPhone. And she thought it was so cool for like eight months and then was like, this thing kind of sucks. Because it was, it was just buggy all the time. But, um, yeah, it, it was a fun movie. Um, I love those kind of, like, rise and fall of, of tech um, movies. Those are always fun. So I really enjoyed it. So as it is Father's Day, um, you know, we did this this bit on the podcast a couple weeks ago when it was Mother's Day about famous Purdue mothers. And I came up with a lot of lot more examples. You know, thinking of, of famous Purdue fathers – was a lot more difficult for me. And literally the only two I could think of offhand um, were, and I, I don't even know his name, uh, the Anthrop's dad, because, you know, he, he's got all the Anthrop's. He has to be important for us. Um, and then Roosevelt Colvin, because both his daughter and his son have come to Purdue as athletes. Um, but, I mean, you don't know him as, like, a fan. You know, he was, he was a Purdue player himself, Roosevelt Colvin, but right. it's, it's not as if he stood out and we got to know him that way. Um, and, I mean, Tyler Trent's parents, of course, have become, you know, fixtures around Purdue. But I, I can't honestly tell you much about either his mother or his father. Um, and maybe right. that's me not paying attention. But I feel like basketball is so much easier to get to know a parent. Mm-hmm. For sure. So there's one more I can actually think of, although his son didn't play the same sport. Okay. Glenn Robinson. Yeah, Glenn Robinson. And Jalen. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's one of those, like, do we really think of him as, like, a fan from a fan perspective? I can't even remember him coming to a game. And he probably did. You know, he was just probably up in the box and out of the limelight. But uh, I don't know. I mean, (laughs) I don't know why we never, we never seem to really meet, like, the parents or the, the dads of the basketball players that come to Purdue. I mean, we talked about on that episode, we talked about Edie's mom, Kramer's mom, um, uh, I, Jaden Ivey's mom. And those, yeah. those are really the three big ones that I can think of. And I, I can't think of a single one where we like focused on the dad. Right. I don't know why yeah, that is. I don't know why that is. Obviously Conzo's. Some, yeah, of course, of know. course. Yeah, it's easy. It's a lot easier to get you know former players for the for their dad. But right, I see what you're saying. With maybe like maybe I, just a mom is easier to hear in a crowd. <laughs> could be. I just I remember seeing Kramer's dad all the time. So like I could probably right. pick him out of a lineup, but I don't think I could like if you give me a voice test, like I can just hear him audio <laughs> only. There's no way. Whereas yeah. Kramer's mom, you give me five people yelling at a basketball game, I could pick out Kramer's mom. So I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Uh, just a little quirk in the Purdue system. Maybe other schools are different, but um, you know that's that's what we've got for fathers. I apologize. You know, maybe maybe we'll get a. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this: for the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. 
but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramps business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramps software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. A really well-known Purdue dad this season. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, that's going to do it for this part of the podcast. We're going to take a break, come back, talk about um, Miles Colvin. Again, son of a great Purdue uh, graduate right there. Um, and talk about what he just accomplished and what he's got coming up these next couple weeks. We'll be right back. And we are back. So as promised, we are going to talk about Miles Coleman and his recent achievement. Uh, It was announced late last week that he has been uh, selected for Team USA's under-19 squad um, that is going to be traveling and playing overseas this summer. Ryan, what can you tell me about kind of this team and what their... Uh, kind of itinerary is coming up, and when does this thing even start? Yeah, so I'll sort of rattle off the 12 players who made the team um, and then kind of go where they'll be. So we have Mark Armstrong, Tobe Awaka, Omaha, believe me, I'm going to screw this one up, uh, Omaha Bilalu, uh, Kylan Boswell, Miles Colvin, of course, Eric Daly Jr., Dylan Harper, Ian Jackson, Trey Johnson, Ven Allen Lubin, Asa Newell, and Cody Williams. So those are your 12 players, and they are there's, – there's some studs on this team. So they get to go overseas, as you mentioned. They get to go to Debrecen, Hungary. I've never heard of that city. Maybe I should, but – I haven't. I I have not uh, not had the pleasure of going to Hungary. Okay. Uh, neither have I. Um, they will first play on June 24th and June 25th. Those are their uh, first two matchups. They will play the Madagascar team and the Slovenia team. Then they will go on to play in pool play, and they'll start on June 27th against Lebanon. So those are their first three guaranteed matchups. Madagascar, Slovenia, Lebanon. Okay. It's, uh, you know, Purdue has had quite the history uh, uh, of late with Team USA. Um, mm-hmm. y- you know, you look at uh, Caleb Swanigan was on the team back in 2015, Carson Edwards in 2017, Trevion Williams in 2019, Jaden Ivey, and Caleb First in 2021. Um of course, not Team USA, but Zach Eady in 2021 was also uh, involved in that same tournament. He was in Team Canada, won a bronze. So, I mean, it, it's pretty incredible the number of players who have been on these squads for Purdue of late. Yeah, it's almost like our uh, head coach knows talent. <laughs> yeah. Um, you look at, and, and Jed wrote this on the site, and that's where I'm pulling this from. So if if this information is wrong, you can you can blame Jed. Um, the The Boilers now have... The have had six players uh, selected in that time frame since 2015. Uh, next highest team is Oklahoma State with four. Another, you don't expect that. Either. Yeah, 
it seems kind of wild, for sure. Um, I mean, it. we don't want to point to just, hey, look how good Painter is recruiting as a reason that he has to stay, because I know some people still, even when we post these things on the website or we post them on our Facebook, it's like, oh, well, watch out if there's a, you know, a 16 seed in the tournament, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it is not related. Matt Painter knows talent. He recruited this kid. He's going to be great. That's all this is. This has nothing to do with how he's going to perform at Purdue. It is the fact that he's an incredibly talented human being and will uh, be playing against other incredibly talented human beings. That's all this means. And speaking of which, um, a little bit off the topic here, but how incredible that the comparison between Miles Colvin and Miles Morales. Speaking yeah. of across the Spider Verse, they did put out that that picture on Twitter or and then shared it, I think, on Instagram as well. That was a pretty cool mm-hmm. like side by side of them. It's I liked a that a lot. Picture now, I think. Is it? I think. Yeah, I think he adopted it as a profile picture. I like, mean, wouldn't that's you? Incredible. Exactly. Yes, I, I definitely would, especially with the same first name. That's incredible. We all know where this is going to go when he's at Purdue. Yeah, I really hope so. I really hope so. Um, I can see it now, like the paint crew just doing like the Spider Man like wrist thing yeah. every time. The thwip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that will be fun. They're, the paint crew should have a lot, a lot of fun with that. Um, I mean, it it is it is kind of incredible, especially when you look. And I did not realize this until it was pointed out um, on Twitter. Miles Colvin still only seventeen years old, uh, is not even eighteen at this point, and he's playing on the uh, one of the top, playing as one of the top twelve in the USA under nineteen. Um, that says something about his maturity and his talent level because I don't know about what uh, about you, but when I was 17, I don't know that I would have uh, been able to handle that type of pressure. Yeah, no. Nope. I, I mean, I'm not sure I could handle it right now, and I am no longer 17. Right. I, I am currently 37, so, uh, but man, you know, it's it's something that... I think people need to realize when they jump up and down on Painter and uh, and say these things about he needs to go or he can't recruit or he never finds people. Like, he may not get the five-star every year. He may not get these guys that are McDonald's All-Americans every single year. But you look at what the, the people who are evaluating talent for Team USA and trying to win gold medals think. And to have six players since 2015... Um, and then another one on Team Canada, so you kind of got to throw in a half of, a half one for that maybe. Um, I mean, that's pretty impressive. It just it just goes to show the ability that Matt Painter has to evaluate talent. Right. It's 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 what we've been preaching for a very long time, and it hasn't changed. But uh, nevertheless, still a big congratulations to Miles Colvin because obviously it takes an incredible amount of work to get to the position he's at, um, including maturity, as you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So um, th- this tournament starts obviously next week. When do we? When is the gold medal game? When when is this thing over? When can we hope uh, that Miles Colvin returns to Purdue with a gold re- gold medal around his neck? So the entire schedule is meant to end on July 2nd. That okay. would be the gold medal game. So about, gosh, only about like a week, week and a half? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty quick turnaround. 
Yeah, that's gonna be. Hope I mean that'll be good for him because that'll that'll um, you know simulate what'll happen in March or even what'll happen in uh, Maui when they head to the Maui Invitational. Right. Yep. So and pressure makes diamonds. So yes. Yeah. Um, and it's it's good too because this actually won't be the only um, European trip or overseas trip that Miles Colvin takes this year. Uh, because right. the team does have uh, a European trip scheduled uh, coming up in August. Um, they head to Europe on August 7th. Uh, they fly into Munich, Germany. They spend 11 days, and they play four games in Germany, Italy, Austria, and Slovakia. Presumably, it would just be one game in each country. Um, I am not sure, but, uh, it, you know... They, they haven't announced the actual games yet. It says those are still to, still to come. But the good thing about this is that because Purdue is playing a European trip uh, this year, NCAA uh, rules allow them to have 10 practices uh, to prepare for it. And so that, that means Purdue basically gets extra practice, extra time this year because they are going overseas. And uh, Miles Colvin will miss some of that because he's playing with Team USA. Uh, but, I mean, if you're going to miss it, playing with Team USA is a pretty good excuse. Absolutely. Yeah, and and, and he's going to be working out. He's going to be working hard. He's going to be playing against top-level talent. So um, I don't imagine he'll miss a beat short of, you know, gelling with his teammates. But we don't expect that, you know, to, to be a problem for him. For sure. I mean, we all saw what happened when uh, Zach Eady came back um, after playing for Team Canada. So... If Miles Colvin can kind of replicate that output, I think we'll be all we'll all be happy. Yeah, yeah, and this is just another data point that shows that Painter and the staff really, really thought that this coming year was going to be the year for them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you plan these European trips years in advance because you can only do them because of the rules. You know, so many times, um, once every so many years. So to have it the year before you really think you're going to be good, you're going to have a chance to win it all, really is the way to do it because you get those 10 extra practices, you get to see your team against high-level competition, then you kind of get a comeback home, you get to take a break, and you get to figure things out, and then you can game plan for when the team comes back together. So uh, I think to me it just shows Painter really believes and has believed for a couple years of what this next season's team can do. And what happened last year during the regular season was a bonus for him. Maybe was one year earlier than he expected. So I'm really, really, I'm a, I, I know there's not been a single a minute played, but I'm a believer in this team next year. Uh, I think it's it's a redemption season, and I'm I'm really really looking forward to it. We are nothing if not optimists. That's here right. That's right. The Boiler Alert podcast. We we are 100 percent that Michael Scott GIF from The Office. There's no question <laughs> about it. I'm ready to get hurt again um, every single year. Um, short memories and ready to go again. But So just to give you all um, a heads up on what we're going to do with the podcast going forward, um, Ryan and I talked about this right before we recorded. Um, we are going to start in on two different things. We're going to start in on the, the basketball homework series. So look at all the players who are coming back to Purdue uh, for the 2023-2024 season, talk about how they did last year and what they need to improve upon, and then we're also going to begin our look at 
Purdue's remain, uh, remaining Purdue's 2023 football schedule and look at each individual opponent. So we'll do probably one of those each episode going forward until we get to football season. I mean, that should take us right into it. So it is uh, we're we're dialing dialing in on football, looking at basketball. I mean, it's really ramping up to everything right now. So I'm really looking forward to it. We're almost almost. <laughs> to to football season, you know, where what Ryan, you did the post today on the website. How many days away are we? Seventy six. Seventy six. So I mean, that's just less than eleven weeks to go. So we're 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 hammering home. So we, I mean, there's going to be a week where we're probably going to have to do two teams just so we stay on track here. So I'm really looking forward to it. Ryan, any final thoughts on Miles Colvin or? Uh, Looking ahead to football season, you got any grand predictions you want to make, or you just want to save those for later? Um, I'll save those for a little bit later. Um, I know we did the Fresno State post, but yeah, yeah. Um, just I can't stop thinking about the NIL money that could come to Miles Colvin. It could get yeah. him a get him a contract with Marvel. Marvel could just sign him up, yeah, um, or Sony, either or. If I'll tell you this, I. I think Miles Morales in Marvel Comics has like the best suit um, of a Spider-Man, and I love what they did with Into the Spider-Verse with making it look like um, spray paint on his mm. uh, Spider logo. If someone in the Purdue NIL store does not figure out a way to make a Miles Colvin, Miles Morales mashup shirt, I'm going to be very cool. disappointed because I will definitely buy that shirt uh, should it happen. As will a lot of people. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just waiting out there to be purchased. Um, so if anybody from the Purdue NIL Collective listens to this podcast, that is a free idea for you right there. I will take no money from that because that all needs to go to Miles Colvin. And then you know if you need further ideas for other designs, we're a think tank and we take commission. Yeah, that's right. We'll take this one's for free. This one we'll give you a little taste for free. You want some more? You got to come back. Uh, show us the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. You know, Ryan, that was great. That was good business right there. You really saved me. I'm not going to give all these away for free, just the first. Get you hooked, and then you got to come back. So I love it. I love it. So Purdue NIL Collective, if you're listening, give us a ring, shoot us an email, hop on us uh, on Twitter, uh, and we'll we'll make some money together. All for, the, all for the kids. All for the kids. So there we go, folks. A little shorter one today, but it is Father's Day. Um, I did have a nice steak for dinner. Uh, I forgot to mention that. A a pretty good steak for dinner. So uh, that was also a very fatherly thing to do today. So um, there we go, folks. For Ryan and myself, thanks for joining us on Boiler Alert Podcast. Catch you next week.